Podcasting is a powerful way to increase awareness and raise funds in the wake of a humanitarian crisis. We have a megaphone in our hands. Do we have a responsibility to use it? And if so, what's the best way? Hiya. Welcome to the Podcast Owner's Manual, your handy guide for looking after yourself and your podcast. My name is Mark Stedman. I am your podcast consultant. And today we're talking about humanitarian crises. This is, of course, in the wake of the Turkey and Syria earthquakes. And I want to talk really about what we can do as podcasters. As podcasters who are usually using our show to further our own mission, which is important to us and to the people around us, but there may be something that is wider that we can also talk about. So to give a little bit of a definition, uh, a humanitarian crisis is a single uh, event or a set of events that pose a threat to the health, safety, or well-being of a community or large group of people. It can be caused by an internal or external conflict and often affects a large area. It can be something that involves violence or poverty or natural disasters. I think it, it varies, and I think what you know one one person's humanitarian crisis might be another type of emergency for for another group, and at least one or two of these that I'm going to list as examples might raise that sort of question. And so you have to answer that for yourself, right? It's not important what my definition of this is. It's important what your definition is and what will resonate with your listeners. So uh, some recent uh, examples that are uh, shockingly easy to pull from the last few years. Um, The earthquake, of course, uh, the earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. Um, droughts in Somalia, Kenya, and Ethiopia. Uh, the repeal of Roe v. Wade in the States. Russia's invasion of Ukraine. And of course, the COVID-19 pandemic. There's loads of others that we could list, and it's not important to. Um, again, this is going to be about what you and your listeners identify with and um so we'll we'll sort of get into that uh, a little bit later about like which ones you choose to act on because we can't act on everything, right? Um, and so there is one argument that says we have a responsibility to do this stuff, right? As we, like I said at the beginning, we have this megaphone in our hands. You know, I, I'm lucky enough to have a podcast that has you know a small but kind of dedicated following, and we pick up new listeners every month. We haven't uh, published a new episode in months. Uh, it's certainly not this year, but we we do pe- people new people find us every month, and so that for me is useful to think about. And and I say we can view that as a responsibility. I prefer to look at it as an opportunity. We've got a platform, however small or or large, um, and so. A responsibility sort of suggests that we are somehow doing something wrong if we don't. And I don't think that's helpful for, for any of us, right? There's there's only so much we can do in the world. We are doing what we can. 
the businesses that we run, the 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 work that we do is already trying to, as one magnificent uh, podcaster put it, uh, we are all tackling the world's to-do list in our own particular way. And so, you know, we are doing our bit in our corner, but like I said, that, you know, may, maybe that when there is a, a crisis or an emergency, maybe we feel like we can step up a little bit more. And that's where the opportunity comes to do that little bit extra, to go that extra mile. So what can we do? This is where I think dynamic ad insertion comes to the rescue. If you're hosted on Captivate or Transistor, this is really easy, especially if you're on Transistor, which is what I use. Um, I recommend most people use Captivate because it's just a little bit easier and it has a lower barrier to entry in terms of price. Um, Transistor, who I use, has a dynamic ad insertion system, which is really easy to use and really reliable and just, yeah, it's 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 great and, and sort of makes sense to, to how I want to do things in my brain. But you have to be on a higher price tier in order to access it. Whereas Captivate make that stuff available at their seventeen a month, uh, seventeen pound a month tier. You can't really complain about that. Um, and so they do do what we call pre-roll and post-roll ads. I usually don't recommend people put pre-roll and post-roll ads. So very very quick description of what I mean there. A, a pre-roll ad is something that goes right at the beginning of your audio. That's in technical terms. You can sometimes squidge it a little bit. So you have, you know, like I have these episodes, I have what we call the cold open, so I have an intro. And then we could go into an ad. And that's still technically pre-roll because it's before the main body of the content. But a real technical pre-roll, a real, you know, in, in sort of digital file terms, it's it's at zero minutes and zero seconds right at the very beginning of the file, of, of the audio. Uh, and a post roll, as you would imagine, then is right at the very, very end. I usually don't recommend people do that for anything kind of commercial, if you like, uh, because I'm a big believer that we have to, if we can't add a little bit of value, we at least need to satisfy the question, why should I, why should I listen to this ad right now? Why should I... You know, if someone's just listened to your episode uh, and they've never heard your show before and and the first thing they hear is a 30-second or two-minute ad, um, you know, that's that's something of a turnoff because you haven't built that trust in. I do think it's different when it comes to a humanitarian crisis. I, it's, I, think, I think that's fairly obvious uh, and, and we don't need to go into too much there. So I think, yeah, I, I, I think you you can justify it quite easily. And also, it's very easy to implement. If you don't already have slots in your episode where you would normally put ads, mid-roll ads, as, as they might be called, like, you know, three minutes in or halfway through the episode, if you don't already have those, then doing a pre-roll and post-roll ad is actually really, really simple because there's nothing to figure out. It knows, you know, the system, the content management system knows right at the beginning of the file and right at the end of the file. Um, so it's a very simple way for you to do something quite quick. So what we're talking about here is recording a message. So I would recall a pre-roll message um, with a sort of simple context-setting sentence and a call to action. So explaining what what this message is about, what the, the, the crisis is that, that we're talking about, how you can donate where you should go, that's your call to action, and then on with the episode. And I'll give you an example of one I've written. I'm not saying it's a, it's the best example or anything like that, but at least, you know, it's it's one I've done today. Um, and so I, I can at least give you, you know, a sort of a pointer to go on. And then a pre-roll, a post-roll ad, I would do that as well with a, a quick reminder because if someone's enjoyed the episode, right at the end, they can have that quick reminder to go and, because, you know, they probably haven't done 
uh, yet. So they've got that reminder to go and, and go to the website and make the donation. So, so I usually don't recommend post-roll because eh, not all... Well, when it comes to commercial stuff anyway, they're not super valuable because people have often moved on to the next episode or they're like, oh, the, the episode's finished. I'm done. I'll, mo- I'll, you know, I'll move on or I'll stop listening or whatever. And so post-roll ads right at the very end of the episode don't always do a lot. But I think there are cases where that's not true. And I think, again, it's you don't lose anything by putting them in. That's, that's sort of my take on that. Also, add a link to the show notes. So if you're using Captivate or Transistor, both of these uh, services will allow you to add to the show notes dynamically. So you can put in a bit of extra copy into either at the top of the show notes or at the bottom or both to link to the appeal or to link to the thing that you want to link to. So absolutely always definitely do that as well. And I think encourage other podcasters to do the same. If you're part of a community, if you hang around with other podcasters, then ask them to get involved in this as well. Maybe share your script, maybe collaborate on a script. Um, the uh, In the wake of the Roe versus Wade uh, story, I believe that was 2022, wasn't it? Perhaps it was 2021 now, I can't remember. Um, but that was the, you know, this, this huge landmark repeal of this case um, uh, in, in the States about abortion uh, and, and abortion rights. And it, it's, it didn't exactly happen out of nowhere, but it, it came as a, you know, suddenly it sort of reared its head and there was a big push within indie podcasting to record messages that would show support but also would give links to places that people could go if they needed support advice if they needed you know something else um and it was a it was a a fascinating grassroots effort to to watch that uh progress um and Ariel Nissenblatt, who is uh, a, a woman about podcasting, um, she was one of the the spearheads of this campaign. And spearheads, you can't have multiple spearheads, but you know what I mean. Um, and so they, they sort of, they clubbed together on a Google Doc where there were a few different scripts for uh, that, that then offered resources. And I think that was, that was, it was a great thing to see. And it got deployed. It, it got put into episodes. And I'd like to see something like that be done again. Uh, and and you know, we'll talk a little bit about that later. So we have this question of what do you advocate for? Because we can't pick every cause. So what do you what what how do you pick the causes that you're gonna that you're gonna, you know, advocate for? And I think you've got to go with what moves you. I think you've got to go with what you feel. Cause I'll be I'll be completely honest with you. It wasn't until listening to a news podcast this morning that the the scale of what happened in Syria and Turkey really hit me. At the time I'm recording, which is on uh, on a Saturday, there were there were twenty four thousand people dead, and then many thousands injured. And that number is likely to rise. And that's a staggering amount of people. I'm not here to advocate for that particular cause. 
But, you know, I'd, I'd heard the news every morning. I was waking up to the news, sort of one one ear on it, you know, opening my eyes. It's sort of one of the first things I hear intermingled with the breakfast show banter. And so, you know, it's sometimes going in, sometimes not. And I haven't really seen, because I don't watch the news much. And so I hadn't really seen any of the pictures. And I tend to have this view of, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to, you know, one of my mottos has become, let's just say the shitty thing and then we can judge it later, right? So it can be easy to look at these, uh, some of these photos, for me anyway, or, or, or these pictures on the news and go, that's heartbreaking, but why are you showing this to me? Not because I don't care, but because I care so much and there's so little I can do. And of course, what we can do is, is the bare minimum is throw some money. And it's not sort of throw some money so that you can then forget about it, but it's when it feels like that, that there's so little you can do, one thing you can do is throw some, some money. And, and, and if you have a megaphone in your hands, you then have the opportunity to encourage other people to throw some money in into the pot as well. And so however your definition of, of being moved goes, then I think you, you have to go with, with what moves you, with, with what spurs you, with what makes you think you could maybe... I was going to say you can maybe help, but that feels aggrandizing because we can't really. We can't help, but we can at least help a little bit the people who are helping. And I'm not saying you're not helping. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying you you haven't made plans to to go and do something. I I, I work with people who have housed Ukrainian families. Like I know people who are doing things, but not all of us can or know how to or know where to begin. And and so again, I I just think if we can't help, then we can at least help the helpers and then ask other people to 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 do the same. The other thing is I think it's about, and there's probably a real term for this, but for now I'm just thinking about like deployed compassion. It's it's not just you it's not just raising awareness because that's just often heartbreaking and again it gets us back to that thing it's a, i think it's maybe the the birth of where we talk about compassion fatigue because we we feel these things we feel these dreadful things happen and we can't do anything about it the news cycle wants to tell us that awful things are happening and there's nothing we can do about them so deployed compassion is my sort of code word really and i say i'm sure there's a better term for not just feeling for someone, but actually feeling like you can do something, even if it is just giving money. So that's the other sort of criteria when you're thinking about what causes that you want to throw your your weight behind. Think about the ones that you can actually, where there's some agency involved, where you can give your listener some agency to do something. I think that's, that's the important thing. It's It's not just about this awful thing is happening, isn't it awful? But also, you know, but this awful thing is happening, and at least there's something we can do. We can, you know, there's 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 a bare minimum here that we can do. So, what do you tell people to do? Where do you tell people to go? So, for example, in this particular crisis, I think most of these most crises that that affect a large group of people, Roe versus Wade, notwithstanding, and I I wanted to include that because I think it's it's important because we don't think about disenfranchised people in those in those kinds of groups necessarily we we think about people in in war-torn areas or or developing regions or you know things hit by natural disasters but there is a potential huge health crisis involved in uh, psychological and mental health um and social care like there, there is there are so many knock-on effects with something like um uh, repealing access or denying access to to abortions 
Um, and so that one is slightly different, but I think absolutely qualifies. And so when we when we sort of talk about the, I hesitate to use the term normal disaster, but hopefully you know what I mean, then there are places that we can direct people. So if you're in the UK, I might direct people, as I have done, to dec.org.uk. So that's the Disaster, disaster Emergency Committee. So they're the people who, among lots of other people, will organise funds to 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 go out and do things um you've also got of course the red cross oxfam unicef save the children those that sort of you know some easy re- reel those off simple places that, that you can direct people and i'm sure you know, we, we all some people work in in different charity sectors i'm sure we all have our ideas of where money is is best to best place to go and, and you should use your own knowledge on that you know some I, I don't have any specific examples here, so I'm not calling anyone out. But I know some organisations use money more efficiently than others, and so you should be guided by whatever your knowledge of that is. But I, I, I also just think if if you don't know, just direct people to the. You know, one way of doing this is as I did. I thought I had forgotten the acronym. You know, the DEC thing. So I just googled something like Turkey earthquake relief. And of course, these organisations are plastering Google with ads, as they should. So they're buying ads, and they're uh, so they're, they're making that stuff prominent. It's really, really easy to find this stuff. So if you're not sure, chances are, if you if you think of the think of the the, the disaster that's going on, type the word relief in, you will probably find a Google ad right at the top that is asking for your money and so if you're not entirely sure where to direct people it's probably not a bad place to go and as long as you as long as it's one of those where you you sort of see the thing you see the ad and you go oh yeah right i hadn't thought about them rather than who are they right just just to be you know belt and braces about it i think probably best to direct people to for your own sake and also for the trust of your listeners because trust is such a vital part of this whole thing because of that i think it's 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 we want to direct people to uh, a name that they can trust, I think, is is important. So I'll give you an example intro um, and, and outro uh, for what I've done for a uh, podcast that's sort of archived but comes back. Uh, every now and again, we, we do a special. It's uh, about the Hitchhiker's Guides of the Galaxy. It's called Beware of the Leopard. So this is the intro that I wrote this morning. And the context of, of this is because we're not doing, we're not putting out any episodes, I can be, you know, 95% certain that anyone who's listening to an episode is going to be a new listener. So we have that context as, as I go into this. Hey, thanks for choosing this episode of, of Beware of the Leopard. I'm really grateful you did. Just before we get into the episode, I want to tell you that the UK's Disaster Emergency Committee is appealing for money to provide vital aid to those affected by the earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. The death toll could reach 25,000 by the time you're hearing this, which is, an unf- un- which is an unfathomable number. So you might be thinking, what can I do? Well, with donations of 30, 50 or 100 pounds, you can directly support those in need to provide them with essential items like blankets, food and shelter. The DEC is also making sure survivors have access to clean water, food and winter kits. Please go to dec.org.uk and give what you can. Hit pause on this episode right now and go to dec.org.uk and give them £30 or more if you can spare it. And if you're a UK taxpayer, don't forget to tick the gift aid option to bump up the donation. I know you're new to the show, so we've not earned your trust yet, but we don't carry ads or sponsorships or have a Patreon. 
If you make it through the episode and you enjoyed spending time with us, you'll hear a brief message at the end reminding you to make a donation to help people who need it. Thanks for your time. And now let's get into the episode. So it's quite long. Uh, it's quite a long read, but I wanted to sort of pack the the important information in there. And obviously I've sped through that now to read it to you. Um, it, was, it was read a good degree slower uh, on the actual read, but hopefully that sort of gives you the idea we're setting the context explaining setting the context not just for the the disaster that we're talking about but also understanding that we we get it from the listener's perspective right they're, they've made this is the first episode they've heard and they're they're already sort of hearing an ad and so it's kind of just saying listen i know you don't know us from adam yet um but hopefully you'll enjoy the episode and then we'll we'll be back at the end to remind you so if you have a show that's you know hopefully you do that's still ongoing then there's a couple of ways you can do this depending on the system that you have in place uh, and there are ways to do this you could run ads on back episodes and different ads on new episodes so they could be roughly the same but you could change change the copy a little bit so that new listeners Oh, sorry. So the existing listeners to new episodes get a message as well, but it's not saying that they're a new listener. Whether that matters, whether that's a detail you want to go into, that's entirely up to you. But I just thought it would be a useful thing to, because I'm all about, as we talk about a lot here, connecting with that listener on a personal level. And so I'm trying to sort of give them that sense of, like, I, I know because we don't put out new episodes, you're hearing a new episode for the first time or an old episode, you're a new listener. So I can help make that connection and and identify with you and hopefully build that trust so that you do take the action and go to the website. So then uh, we have the the episode and then the outro. Um, Thanks again for listening to Beware of the Leopard. If you've enjoyed your time with us, please head to dec.org.uk and make a donation of £30 or more to help in the continued rescue efforts and to care for the people injured in the Turkey and Syria earthquakes. If you didn't enjoy the episode, give £50. Thanks again and take care of yourself. So Beware of the Leopard is a sort of a silly panel panel comedy show thing. So, you know... I, I can I can do that, but it's you know a little bit more of, of my personality in the writing as well, uh, which I, I also think is important. And one of the things that I think I'd love us to see is a community sort of band, banding together to write scripts that, or at least skeleton scripts with important information, calls to action, the stuff that people need to know about who's been affected. Uh, and and what the aid organisations are doing. And that's an important thing as well. But then once you've sort of got the skeleton, the bare bones, then you add your flesh around it, which is your personality. And I, I, again, I think I think that's that's important, or at least useful. So yeah, some some things to consider. Um, like I said, back back episode announcements are only going to be heard by by new listeners. So bear that in mind if you want to in your copy. Um, and you can, if you if you're curious about how you can set it up, then then drop me an email about how you can run a different campaign for. You know, if you've got a, an extensive library, this is if you if you've got a few years behind you of old episodes, uh, and you're curious as to how you might set something like this up, then then um, give me a bell. And then when you're recording the ads, when you're putting them together, I wouldn't use any music or anything like that. Just go straight in with the voice and think about spare very briefly bear in mind how your episodes actually begin. So you might just want to think about how much you pause at the end. Do you need to leave a, leave a bit more pause? Because if it's your voice straight away, 
what you don't want is please visit the website and click the button to donate. Thanks very much for your interest. Welcome to the show. Like you don't, <laughs> you don't want that, you know, if it's your voice that says, welcome to the show. You want to make sure that there's a bit of a pause at the end. It's little things like that. Just have a, have a think. Um, you can always play with this in your in your content management system as well. Uh, your you know your your media host they should allow you to preview or have a little play and make sure that um, that the stitching of the audio is is going in correctly. So some next steps then. Um, like I said, there aren't any pre written scripts for the, for these things, and I, I I went looking. It's the first thing I did before writing my own for Beware of the Leopard. I thought it would be great if there was. If the DEC or someone else provided a script that podcasters or any real, any, like any content creators, podcasters are one of those. The great thing about our medium is the fact that we can insert this stuff into old episodes, whereas YouTube can't. Um, Instagrams, you know, Twitter, like none of that works. But because we're in that long form game and because we have the ability to stitch in content, it actually, it's really ideal for our, for our medium. Yeah, so far there isn't like a a, a media. Well, I didn't find like a media place where I could see a script that I could read. And so what I actually did is I took a load of the text from the DEC website and ran it through uh, a summarizer, which I may talk about in uh, an upcoming episode. Um, it's 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 something that I've been becoming slightly obsessed with it's ai ai powered but it's a uh, a way of just being able to take a huge amount of text could also be a transcript and give you back a, an actual human written readable summary and so there i could sort of say and see oh these are the things that that they're doing and so i can work that into my uh into my text um so yeah if you're interested in collaborating or figuring out how we can maybe build a little a database. It could just be a Google Drive or something like that of scripts, skeleton scripts for for various different crises as they happen. Or maybe 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 there's like a little action group that we that we sort of uh, we assemble when there's another crisis, and and it's one of those where you hope that doesn't happen, but let's face it, it does. And then what do we you know? How can we work together to put put out a script that then people who want to can you know perhaps people can sign up for an email address uh, or a, a, an email mailing list and when there's something that that they want to uh, talk about on their podcast they've got the script there and they can record an ad for it i don't know thank you very much for listening to this episode i hope it wasn't too arduous uh, there's links uh, to the things that we discussed in the show notes and also at podcastownersmanual.com until next week take very good care of yourself mark at origin.fm if you want to discuss uh, anything that was brought up take care I'll speak to you next week <laughs>